Hello, I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jenny Smith. And this is Worth Playing For. Thank you, everybody, for uh, your patience in uh, this episode, because it is about a day and a half late. Uh, I was out of town, and then Jen was out of town, and we just didn't get a chance to uh, record until today. So by this time, undoubtedly, you've read everything that you that might be interesting about uh, the most recent episode. But... Um, but we've got a we've got a show to do. We've got things to talk about. Um, now, this be, would be a sad episode to skip. A lot of fun stuff happened. Yes, um, a lot. Well, fun stuff. Okay, I guess we'll just jump right in. F- we I'm going to put quotes around fun. Okay, a lot of fun stuff, or more accurate, more accurately for me, uh, blind rage. Really? J- okay. So I was live tweeting. Uh, at worth playing for no Owen worth. Um, I was live tweeting the show. And at one point later on in the episode, I tweeted, "Ugh, Abby. <laughs> and I went to send it and it said, you've already tweeted this. <laughs> I had tweeted it <laughs> early. And then I looked back. Sure enough, I had tweeted it 20 minutes before. Uh, it just, I was, ta- I was talking with a friend about how this season, I think, is shaping up to be one of the best. Mm-hmm. I want to amend that. Mm-hmm. If Abby sticks around for a long time, yeah. that's going to ruin it for me yeah. at this point. Because one of the things that excites me is how strategic this is. She is not strategic. No. She ruins people's strategies by being completely insane. And it and I take no there's no excitement for me in that. At this point I'm comfortable saying publicly that she's a horrible, horrible person. Sure. Because anyone who does all of the things she does on the show that consistently is not sane or sound in real life. There is no way. She's I'll say this, she's not Brandon Hance crazy, but she's not far. I think if you handed her a sharp object, she would be. I, I, maybe that yeah I guess it's that like if you equipped she's, her she's Jatia crazy I could see her dumping out rice I could see her threatening to burn everything down just the level of drama I can't even describe how much she brings to just paranoia insecurity anger resentment every negative emotional outburst outgoing nature that you can have she has towards pg and it affects and and infects everyone else that's a great word yes because i think i don't know i don't know if it has sunk in yet with everybody that she is a cancer of a human being on survivor cancer is slow and sometimes painless she is worse than cancer for if she if they decide they want to keep her around, it's going to be. This isn't slow it's gonna, and it's not painless to watch. It's terrible. Can you imagine being on the show with her? I would have been voted out. I. It, that, I would have created a sharp object. There's 
there's just no way. And they made the right move. I mean, we're jumping to the end of the show. Do you want to talk about... I'm fine with that. Each tribe, or do you want to talk about Angor and just the voting decision? You know, I have a whole... I've got a whole thing on that. from From a spoiler standpoint, we are a day and a half late, which is like... No, there are no spoilers anymore. If you're not going to watch the episode on TV, then don't listen to our show. Sure. And we might spoil things from seasons past as well. That's already been established. It doesn't doesn't bother me. But what I I guess what I mean to say is like, there's no rule that we have to talk about this in the order that the show is presented. Totally. If you want to jump to the end to make a point, that's fine with me. Uh, So, you know, at the end, Wu and PG are voting one way. Varner and Abby are voting another and Tosh and Savage get to decide. Yes. So if you get rid of Abby mm-hmm. from from Savage and Tasha's point of view, if you get rid of Abby, then you're getting rid of the cancer. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing keeping from Varner from then working with Wu and PG. So sure. then it's three against two. That is a terrible decision. Yeah. They were correct in getting out PG. Absolutely. Yes, because now Wu is on the outs and there's a solid four. Right. Wu is on the outs and they can, they can always, yeah. <laughs> if Abby wasn't insane, so let's just assume she's not insane for one moment. From Tasha and Savage's point of view, Wu is now on the outs right. and they can always cast. Swap him out for, for Honor. Ab- yeah. Or like, Abby. Or Abby. They can do whatever. Yeah. But they have options where it w- as it would have yeah. been two to three had they not gotten her out. And one thing that, the emphasis me. is off them. Yeah, and it's and it's all because of Abby. And I do think it's, it's not all because of her. Wu, Varner and PG would have been happy to vote as a group against Tasha, against Savage, but once Abby made it clear, well I know I'm on the outs with you guys, so I should go with them. That's an immediate 3-3. We know that Varner is terrified of ties. Yeah. Terrified. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, you look I at- totally get that, but there were a sequence of events leading up to that, you know, Varner at at the end of the challenge. That's that's not okay. Like he admitted that. Oh, sure. That outburst was a mistake. Yeah. And that led to the course of events that led to them even discussing who to vote off. Sure, absolutely. Um but I, I but do it, genuinely right, believe it would have happened anyway. Because it's not like Tasha and Savage were just going to accept their fate. Right. You know, exactly. they were going to work no matter what. Which is why all of this predicting of like solid four with Wu on the outs, it makes no difference whatsoever. Because Abby, once again, if they lose again, Abby solo will determine who is with whom based on who has been nice to her within the last 20 minutes. And that's the thing. As as down as I have been on Cass in the past... There is a certain, I I hate the phrase method to her madness, but like. She's a smart and logical person. She'll create chaos, but she knows there's a, there's a point to it. Abby is so purely an emotional player. She needs major therapy. I do sort of feel like that. Yes. Oh, completely. Um, and there's just uh, something about the way she carries herself. And then like, even that thing at the end, when she says to Wu, like that's two times you voted for me. I I just want to murder her. Yeah. Just the way that she's vindictive and the way that she will find like, Oh, my bracelet. Okay. And now PG's dead to me forever. Oh, Wu has voted for me twice. Now I'm going to have to go after him. Like, it's just whatever. And then like, she gets locked onto Shireen. She is this cancerous, awful thing. And undoubtedly, 
I think other people, whether it be Varner or Savage and Tasha, I think they feel like, well, we can probably use that for our own ends. You can't use it. It's like in the Dark Knight. The mob unleashed the Joker thinking they could control him, but you can't. No. And eventually she will be the destruction of everybody she touches. Yeah. It's why I did not vote for her to be on the show because she's not a strategic player and she has no mind for, she has no social game, no physical and no strategic game. Horrible, chaotic, mean Vindictive, vindictive people that are logical about it are totally fine with me. Sure. But it's like she's swinging one of those weapons like on a chain and like everyone yeah, and everyone just keeps ducking. Yeah. But it's only a matter of time before someone gets hit. Someone's going to get pummeled. It's like so far it's been Shireen who I like but didn't love and PG who I didn't care that no. much about. Right. But sooner or later it's going to hit someone I like if and it I don't were want that Varner, to happen. Which it cl- was close to being because of That was partially her. on him. But yes, she, she turned pretty quick. I would be shouting right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really, going in, it's so interesting. Going into the season, I, I thought Abby was going to be almost a non-issue. Entity. Uh, yes. I thought she was going to, because there are so many other big personalities, I thought she would just, and everybody kind of knows what she, she is. She keeps being on the losing team, so she gets more time yeah. to be crazy yeah how did she and pg end up on the same team again oh my gosh it's yeah i mean at least this was the last episode we had to deal with that drama but but it's just gonna be new drama next time i know and gosh i just feel so bad for this tribe they had to do all of this work i mean maybe that's why they lost because they had to do so much more physical labor Whereas the other two tribes got to go home and eat chicken and sure. hang out and just wait until the challenge. But And the minute I saw the way the tribes broke down, yeah. I realized that Angkor, I just thought like, okay, Savage is a strong player. Wu is definitely a strong player. Tasha is strong. Yeah. PG's not really. Mm-mm. Abby certainly isn't. And Mm-mm. Varner really isn't. And so right. it's like they've only got three strong people. And even then, Savage is getting older, you know, as opposed to you know, something with Joe Savage and Savage is still a lot more physical than Varner. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Do you think Varner's in trouble after this now? I did have the thought once, uh, once PG was voted off, I remember thinking like, you know, anything can happen. But one thing that I have learned from the three tribe structure is that there's nowhere to hide. No. And if you, if people start to suspect you which he's given them every reason to do um you can't you can't try to build you know in a 10 person tribe you can't try to build like a three or four person alliance because there's only four other people there now right so i feel like if they lose again the best case scenario is for the four of them to smart up and just all vote out abby i think so and i think varner can make an argument he can speak for himself, and I think he can talk to Tasha. He can talk to Savage. Not only that, but he did the smartest thing, which is just to lay low in the tent and wait for Abby to self-destruct. Yeah. And if, if they lose again, he needs to wait it out. He didn't run around like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry right. about the outburst. Please keep me. He didn't start acting desperate. Yeah. He did exactly what he needed to do and should have done, and it worked in his favor. Thank God. It is kind of... It, so there's a line from the movie Jackie Brown where, sorry, okay, where 
Samuel Jackson is talking about Bridget Fonda's character and someone is says, do you trust her? And he's like, well, I can't trust Melanie, but I can trust Melanie to be Melanie. Mm-hmm. You can't trust Abby, mm-hmm. but you do have an idea of what she is. So like Varner just being like, if I give this enough time on a tribe with PG and Abby, it's just a matter of time yeah. before something erupts. Now, hopefully it'll happen before I get voted out, mm-hmm. but it's only a matter of time before Abby screws something up either for somebody else or for herself. It just feels like we're watching an episode of Big Brother right now, which I've never watched, but it it just, <laughs> you know, Survivor is better than this. Right. And, and it doesn't feel like she should be there. Yeah. And she's, and she's taking it because, so I'm, I'm friends with PG on Facebook and just the, the, like the outpouring of support, but also people, she, she put out this thing that actually made me kind of sad where she said, Hey, you know, for everybody that voted for me, I, I, I feel like I've let you down. I'm so sorry. And it's just like, and Abby will never say that. No, she's not going to like, she has no concept of if she's letting anybody down and I might, maybe I'm wrong, but at the same time, like. The only reason anybody voted for her to be on the show is because it creates chaos and drama. People, regardless of what you and I might think of PG, people do like her. Right. And people voted to get her back on because they wanted to see her back on and really wanted to give her a second chance. Nobody who voted for Abby thought, oh, this is her second chance. It's, oh, now it's my second chance to have absolute insanity on my TV screen. That is a great point that, you know, PG may not be our favorite player, but what if... What if it was Varner from day one who yeah. got sabotaged by Abby? We would be irate yeah. right now. And like, uh, uh, so I watched uh, this ep- this week's episode with uh, our friend Amsi, and he loves PG. Mm-hmm. And so he got he was so frustrated by yeah. that. And it's just, you know, it, this is an incidental. It is devastating to some fans. Yeah, and at the ex- at the expense of PG, and it's just it's just not okay. And so like. Yeah, it's devastating to some fans of those specific players. It's becoming frustrating to me as a fan of the show. Right. Because I don't want to be having this conversation next week. You know what I mean? And how many minutes have we just spent on this dreadful person? 14 minutes. Yeah. And that's the thing is next week if she goes after Wu, I'm not a huge Wu fan, but he doesn't deserve it either. No. Like no one, the only, if, if an argument can be made that anybody on the season right now deserves to leave just on principle it's her Mm -hmm. because she's ruining everything for everybody yeah and so listeners uh maybe you're maybe you disagree maybe you enjoy the the craziness that she brings but it's just like it's not the kind it's it's a fire raging out of control as opposed to a controlled fire that can be necessary but after a while it needs to be extinguished i will say the only positive that you could potentially see in this is that I like Tasha and Savage and I would have been really bummed had either one of them gone because they are the only two former Bayon tribe mates to be on this new team. I would have been fine with Savage leaving. Oh, he targets the players. I like more. So I understand that, but Tasha I like, I like Tasha though, you know, but if Abby had been sane enough to just stick with her four, mm-hmm. then she would still be st- around and one of you know i like both of them over her i get that she's still around either way but absolutely to me bg was an acceptable sacrifice at this point yeah if it starts going where our favorites are gone because of her i don't know i don't know how much i can get through with her i do feel like if 
I think that, uh, you know, Tasha and Savage, I think were just, they're ready to do anything because they were in the minority. And now if the tribe loses again, which I have to assume it's going to, it's going to, um, then I think there's an argument to be made probably by Varner and maybe even Wu that like, okay, we got to get rid of somebody and this is a thing we can all, there's no minority or majority anymore. We need to come together. And I think we can all agree that the one thing that combined us all together is the insanity of Abby and let's get rid of her. But again, long-term strategically, that's not necessarily the best decision because you have to assume that if they lose again and it's four people, they're going to do another swap. They would not let a tribe get down to three people and the other two still have six. In Philippines, they let a tribe get down to two people. One season that I didn't watch, they let a tribe get down to one girl. Is that true? I just don't understand how that happens, though. Maybe it was the same thing we're talking about, where they let it get down to two. And then they're just like, all right, we got one more. (laughs) Yeah, I think that was either season 10 or 11, because I know who the 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 one person was. Yeah. Um, Those are the two seasons I didn't see. Right. And the same person was in both of those seasons, um, which I find interesting. So... Uh, yeah, it's and just her tribe has been the losing tribe every time. Right. Abby's, Abby's tribe. Yeah. <sighs> but I mean, so, I mean, if you want to look at it, like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Just like that. She has survived. She has been Abby from the word go yeah. and has survived three tribal councils. And I think at first you have somebody like Varner who thinks like, man, what a great goat. But I think like, Mm-mm. if she had started pulling this crap, after the merge, and it's like, I can keep her around long enough to be a goat, but this is no from the goats are down. predictable people, though. That's true, yes. Um, yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong, if, y- if she went to the end, no one's voting for her, no, you know, even if they hated the person next to her, yeah, you know, she play she doesn't play a game, Mm-mm. she just. I don't know what she does aside from that's the thing about trying to What's I'm trying so to put logic funny on it. Is on that episode person. one, she just kept saying, you know, if this had been the old Abby, I would have gotten irate here, here, and here. And I didn't. Yeah. I bit my tongue. And she is biting her tongue, but she's still so horrible yeah. that it doesn't even matter. She is being better than her first season, but it still makes no difference. I think she's doing wor- I think she's being worse than in her first season. Her first season she at least acknowledged acknowledged like she got with Pete, she got with Artis, she got involved in like a, a solid alliance and did what had to be done to like keep them in power as long as she could and then she at least recognized like okay, I need to at least fake like I have an idol. She paid 500 bucks for an advantage in the in the food auction and then she won that that uh, challenge like this time I feel like there is no strategy at all no don't get me wrong I don't I didn't like her then either I think she was on a winning tribe and a winning team for a while which just prolonged it last time sure or kept it from happening for a while because she's been on the losing end every time it's freaking her out yeah I guess she doesn't really have power right now she has some but certainly not what she had before no and so it's just bringing out a different horrible part of her and so we can move on let's move on i would love if the show moved on as well from her um if we can vote everyone in can't we vote one person out oh wouldn't that be marvelous but it's if it's not live so you can't do it big brother i think is live so like maybe they can do that but um so yeah a few okay so let's let's go back to that because the first thing they do 
is go to from two tribes to three. Right. They quick apology it. by Spencer. Yeah. Moving on. Quick Terry cameo, yeah. which was kind of adorable. Yeah. And then tribe swap. Yeah. And uh, so the Bayon tribe is four Bayon strong with Monica, Jeremy, Fish, and Kimmy. And then they welcome Wigglesworth and Spencer. Yeah. So you have two former Takeo tribe members coming to the Bayon camp now. Yeah. Spencer did a great job of integrating in, of learning, and not not going back on his word, which was, hey, I'm on a new tribe. I don't really have to do this new get-to-know-you strategy. He right. still went with it and really got that wake-up call and learned that it doesn't matter who I'm with. I have to get to know them, and they have right. to get to know me, or I'm going to be screwed. What What did you think of the the scene of him? Because I, I think he's genuinely connecting with Jeremy, but it's clear he's still doing it for strategic reasons. But he's saying real things, but doing it for not an actual connection purpose. You know what I mean? That doesn't bother me. I, it doesn't bother me, but it's 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 so it it's interesting to me. I relate a lot to Spencer. Yeah. I wouldn't care about any of those people and I wouldn't care if they got to know me. I just got back from four days of hanging out with strangers and it is painful. It is painful to make conversation, get to know people. And it takes a lot of energy if you're not good at it and if and you I, don't care. So I think he did a great job. Yeah. And certainly, you know, we got, we learned from Jeremy's confessional that it worked, that he totally. felt like Spencer had opened up and he can connect with them. And they completed the puzzle at the end of the challenge. Yeah. Big bro hug. It yeah. worked. Um, I don't think that I don't necessarily know that if they had lost that Spencer would have been going home. Uh, I think he probably still. So who 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 else came to that tribe? Kelly Wigglesworth. And I feel like they're still not in a position where they would want to vote her out. So it would probably be between the Does two. Does she just get by on default for a while? Because a while. she's like the the grandma of, you know, like, because she's like the oldest. I think out of respect, but also yeah. because if you're trying to get out the strong strategic yeah. players and you've got Wigglesworth versus Spencer, you know who you go with. I don't know. Even I if you've see... made... Well, and even Jeremy said, he goes, he's like, hey, you know, he goes, I really like Spencer. He goes, you know, we'll see how long we keep him around. Like, I mean, he I, still was a, was making a strategic point. I get that. But Fish is also on their tribe. So it could have been an opportunity to get him out instead. It could have. But I do think that this is a very good situation for him because now he's in a majority. And regardless of what things might have been before, there's now four people from the previous tribe. Right. And he... And, and, and he's I love in that, that four. I love that thing where he's talking to, he's now being conspiratorial with Jeremy. Which I saying, thought was really dangerous. Someone is getting to know Jeremy, you know, Spencer's getting to know him on yeah. a personal level. And then once again, the only clip that they show of poor Steven is him going, but the idol, you guys again. Yeah, and I not, thought that was going to backfire and thankfully it didn't. But him saying, we need to do this is yeah. different than I'm saying nothing leaving. And it's clear what I'm doing completely like, it, it, or accusing someone else of leaving and going to get it, which is, oh, sure. is the, what he did the first yeah. time when Savage was, I'm just saying it's just another heart to heart and then another fish, like not yeah. caring about other people. But I think when it comes right down to it, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really getting on board with Jeremy mm -hmm. because I think Jeremy is an interesting combination of social and strategic yeah. and physical. Yeah. Um, 
he can see, like he can connect with people socially, but I think he is a strategic player first and foremost. And so, you know, Savage was the one put off by, right. by Steven's strategy. Jeremy, I think it's just like, absolutely. Yeah. We do need to look for the idol. Let's go. So once we saw four of them looking, I was like, oh, thank God this isn't yeah. backfiring on Steven. Well, and it's interesting. I was listening to, um, I was listening to uh, the most recent uh, recap uh, on Rob Sesternino's show and uh, Denise mm-hmm. from uh, Philippines is there as well. And they were talking about um, Stephen on Token Chains mm-hmm. and the role that the idol played in that season, specifically with Stephen and Taj and uh, JT. The idol was a thing that brought people together. Right. It was not a thing that you held all for yourself. You told other people, and it's being used for this before, where it's just like, but it, it wasn't used simply like, hey, look, I have the idol, and look how much I trust you. I'm telling you this. It's literally, we have the idol now. Mm-hmm. We're a team. We'll decide how to use it. And you'll notice that that's exactly... His mentality in this episode. And it was JT's mentality in Heroes versus Villains. When, right. Even though he was looking for the idol for himself, once he got it, it's like, okay, this is a thing we will need to right. use. Whereas Jeremy has it and he didn't tell anyone. Right. And it remains to be seen. He might, you know. Why? Uh, There's no need to tell his other three. I mean, he's going to have to go through the motions, honestly. Like, if they say, like, well, we got to keep looking. If he, at the well, moment, then yeah, you keep looking. Yeah, the moment if he says like, no, we don't need to, or I, I'm, you guys look, I'm gonna do something else. Then they'll know. Sure. So, it's but just, there's no reason for him to tell those guys, right? No, I do think that like, that's can you what imagine I'm how frustrating it would be if you found the idol, and then you just have to keep, you have to just have to fake it for how, who knows how long. That's a good problem to have. It sure is. Yes, but. I don't know. It's something to do, I guess. He he did a really good job of getting it at the challenge too. Yeah, and it's someone and that, even shouted like, "Hey, Jeremy! Like, come on!" I did notice that. Yes, but and I think because the nature of that challenge is you've got to deal with these boxes, and so seemingly he was going to the next. He was going to that box ready. in anticipation of what are we going to have to do with this box. Mm-hmm. So it looked like he was doing something for the challenge. I feel like this was a lot easier to get yeah, than, than, than Kelly Wentworth. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think Jeremy more and more is in a great position. I don't, I haven't heard anybody talk about targeting him. No. He's always in a power position. And then once the tribes merge, I think he can get that shield alliance back together mm. And there might be another swap, which would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some there point, ha- I feel like they got to go to two, right? Oh, yeah. So. I don't know. But I feel like, well, whatever it is they do, I think he's safe for a long time, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and that's exciting. Like, And you can tell he's excited to be playing. This. He definitely has allies on all three tribes at yeah. this point. Yeah. And he's just a very likable guy. He has and a he has really good social game. He has the kind, like Varner, I think people see that he's playing hard. Jeremy is also playing hard, but I think it's invisible. Yeah. Because he's just For so damn charming. every book and pamphlet and strategy that yeah. Varner read and th- thought out, he's still making old school mistakes. Yeah. But you know what? There's There's something to be said for charm. And Varner is a charming guy. Mm-hmm. And so, like during the, the tribal... When, when uh, 
Jeff uh, Probst was talking about like a meltdown in a broad sense. Mm-hmm. Varner then goes, "Hi," <laughs> yeah. because it's it's he's just saying like, "Hey," and everyone laughed. Yeah, you know, getting people to laugh is a really good way of getting people. He on handles your side. everything correctly, even after he makes a mistake. Yeah, I don't he, think these mistakes are going to be his downfall. Yeah. At least not so far. But and we'll there see what is, happens. And he's very good at tribal. He's a good talker, just in yeah. general. And I mean, I would love to see that's him gonna do a be, final tribal speech. Well, right. That's going to be dangerous yeah. later on. People know he can talk well and talk him out of, tell yeah. himself out of situations. Yeah. Um, but, and one thing that I really like is that there is a moment in that final tribal, I guess we're talking about Varner now, which is fine. And we're not going to talk about every single player, obviously, no. but um, when we're not going to go through an episode with talk, without talking about Varner. That's true. Um, which should speak to just how big of a role he plays in this season. This is kind of his season in a lot of ways, or at least so far. Um, when he's talking about Tasha and Savage having all the power. Right. You know, he's like, PG's name's been thrown out. Yeah. Abby's name's been thrown Again, out. Yeah, that's name's very been risky. To, to, hang, to point out the elephant in the room is it's sometimes a bad idea. I think it, I think it worked, though, because there's, there's, two, there's two things that happen. One is it's almost like he is acknowledging to them like, hey, look, I recognize I don't have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. You yeah. guys have the power. I know it. So I'm not I'm not going to defy you. So that's what he's saying to them. What he's saying to Wu and maybe to Abby, if she's listening, is you guys see what just happened, right? These guys went from the bottom to the top. Yeah. And now they're calling the shots and all three of us are on the chopping block if we don't but the three of us are three and they're and they're only two yeah so we can make this happen if we want to so but he does so in just a i think he accomplishes both of those and it's such a brilliant answer and i don't think he hits it too hard either no because he does so without putting a target on his own back yeah it's it's fun seeing him the first episode he was a he was a swing vote Second episode, he was in power. Mm-hmm. Now he's on, he's not necessarily on the outs, but he's he's in a scrambling situation. Sure, because he could have been the woo of sure. this episode by the end of it yeah. if they had decided to go the other way. And so I feel like it's interesting to see just how quick his education in Survivor yeah. this time around is going, you know, because I feel like if he's around for two more episodes, he will have experienced everything you can experience in Survivor as far as numbers. And I feel like he'll he'll know how to navigate things. And again, been on the losing tribe every time. So yeah. your learning curve has to be high. Yeah. Um, are there any other? So let's so, let's jump to uh, Takeo? the Takeo tribe. Sure. So it's four former Bayon members, which are Keith, Cass, Joe, and Sierra, along with two former Takeo members, Terry and Kelly Wentworth. And so yeah. at least Terry and Wentworth are welcoming people to their own camp. Yeah. Let me show you around. Let me kill a chicken for you. Yeah. Let me give you a good meal. And welcome them in. You know, of the three, I feel like Wigglesworth and Spencer had the hardest time acclimating to the majority tribe on their majority camp. Here, Terry and Kelly Wentworth are the minority, but on their own turf, at least. And I think they both, they just are able to make this work. In Joe, Terry sees another guy that was in his own season targeted for being a challenge threat. Right. 
and immediately just and what's the first thing they say is just like we're never gonna lose yeah very interesting social dynamics that took place right away and those kinds of hugs and comments they didn't seem disingenuous on this tribe they all six really looked at each other and thought this is a fun new tribe new dynamic well and Cass and Sierra were just Mm -hmm. saying they were looking and I think they realized like okay we I don't think we're going to lose. I think we're going to be safe at the next several tribal councils because yeah. because we're just not going. Um, because all and we're three also of in their the, men, in the majority, right? Keith is great at challenges. Yes, no, nobody is a liability in this tribe. Yeah, yeah, even yeah, Sierra is. She can be useful in challenges, you know, where you have to yeah. pick somebody light up or, you know. Yeah, that's true. You need a small girl in every tribe. And Kelly Wentworth is genuinely strong. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's a very. Cass. I don't think, like, I feel like this is also a tribe where Sierra and Kelly Wentworth and Cass. So, I guess the three women mm-hmm. can really get together because they're strategic thinkers and the other three guys are not. That's true. And so. I think I could see an that would have been an interesting one to watch had they lost. I think it really would have been um, because because I don't think it would have been broken down into the four and two from the former tribes. Yeah, I think new dynamics would have formed. And even if it had been. They're not going to vote out Terry. He's strong. So they would have gone after Kelly Wentworth. She probably would have picked up on it and played her idol. And oh my gosh, can we talk about how thankful we are that she had her idol when they swapped because, or maybe that she didn't, but she went back to her own camp. Yeah. Either way, she still had it. Otherwise it would have been buried out in the middle of nowhere and no one would have had it. Do you think the producers would have found it and rehidden it at that point? What do you do? I don't know. I mean, that's it's not like that's a new problem, but it for it's the first it time I've ever like thought of it. like a new problem because why in the world would she have taken it to a challenge? There's no way. Yeah. Why would you risk digging it up, people seeing you, putting it in your bag, and taking it to a challenge? You do that for travel. You don't do that for a challenge. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I never think about that kind of thing because I, part of me just feels like production... I feel like they don't want people to lose an idol unless someone else is going to get it. Right. Right. But, but they don't not, just want it lost position. to the jungle. Yeah. Like they, they introduce these idols for a reason. It's right. Because it causes drama. It's a bargaining chip. It's all of these things. So yeah. Uh, and so I did, if any other scenario had happened and she had gone to Angora or Bayon, it just would have been lost out there. Yeah, I guess so. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that kind of thing, because it, there wasn't a whole much made of it in the sure. episode, I just, it's out of, out of sight, out of mind. For right. Me. She did say in a confessional, confessional, you know, I still have it. Right. Obviously, cause she's back at her own camp or she brought it with her. I'm, I'm unclear as to actually what happened, but she yeah. still has it. Um, and then I did enjoy just how much she, by her own admission, just threw Terry under the bus, just in case, <laughs> just in case. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but you know it's what? not I, necessarily the best strategy because then you're putting yourself a fifth no matter what. You're not trying to, you know, get in with them. You're just trying to not be the first one out. Yeah. But if they vote out, if let's say they, wa- they lost twice in a row. Yeah. She's going to make sure they throw it to Terry. And then if they, and then, then she'd she can know, play her own. right? They she'd know it was her at five, right? Sure. And so, yeah, because if they're voting out Terry, Terry then, then clearly she it's knows just, she's it's next. Pure, 
tribal lines and right. that's it. So, yeah, I think she's, you know, I, I'm looking at the, it's interesting to see the sort of the power players emerge. emerge. I'm seeing Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Kelly Wentworth. Yep. I'm seeing Varner. Tosh. Tasha. Absolutely. Her move and saying, hey, we got a rat. That was bold and smart. Yes. And yet somehow it bothered me. Not because it was Varner, but there was just, I don't know. There's just something. When you're on the bottom, you have to use every moment. No, I know. It was just the phrasing of we got a rat that just somehow it seemed overdramatic to me. Strategically, it makes a lot of sense. I know why she did it. But for some reason, I'm just like, come on. Her it's body not, language did. She literally threw up her arms like she was making um, a physical gesture right. that was known to everybody along yeah. with it, even and she, though it yeah. wasn't. And she was just blocking whatever was happening yeah. there. And then so like everything about what she was doing was big. You know, we got a rat. It like, looked like she was a ref in some sort of it, it did have sporting that event. Um, and so, but yeah, she... But good, good on her. That was smart. Because that's the thing. By doing something big like that, it ca- everyone it calls everybody's attention to what's happening, right? Including Jeff Probst. Whereas if she had simply taken notice and thought like, "Okay, I'm going to use that later," yeah. then it's just his word against Deniability. hers, and it's not going to work. And so, so then that gets to, and we've already talked about Varner. What a weird, why thing he did? Why he was mouthing. He was Mo- Monica. Monica and Kimmy. He was saying it to Kelly Wigglesworth as if to say, pair up with those two. But that only makes sense if that tribe is going to tribal council. Right. She's not in trouble. Right. Uh, unless he's just saying like, hey, for future reference, this since I haven't Which gotten a chance to Which he should already figured out. There is no future reference. They're going to change it up on people before they have the opportunity yeah. to do any of that. So it was, it's such a weird... Yeah, if you're going to tribal, you shut up up you stand there and stare straight ahead that's it and again this speaks to just like how much of an education he's getting like whatever mistake he makes he's going to learn from yes whatever mistake somebody else is going to make he's going to learn yeah um and so it's true he sided with abby that was smart yeah Oh yeah, absolutely. Because like if he because if he Abby decided, threw like, all three of them under the bus with yeah. I know I'm fourth with the three of you, and yeah. yet you know thankfully he wasn't standing there in that conversation, yeah. and he was able to still use her. Well, and just again, this speaks to him being very frightened of ties. This is like that's the one thing he learned aside from don't stand too close to the fire and inhale the smoke. Aside from that, like <laughs> there's not much he was in a position to learn from his first season except. Ties are death. Yeah. And when you've got a, a three to three tie, it's just like there's not a lot we can do here. It was so interesting to watch the old school players all panic. You know, Savage really panicked about the swap. It didn't yeah. go well last time in his favor. Yeah. I wondered how it would be for Jeff Probst to be watching his friend get swapped into the worst tribe and yeah. just watch him go down. That would be hard. And, you know, it is one thing. So when I was watching the when I was watching the show and then I, I just rewatched it, um, I have to assume at some point, maybe after the fourth or fifth episode. So like right in the middle, my hope is that they'll stop really hitting that second chance thing. Yeah. Like they're really hitting it hard. Um, both in like the previously on and stuff like that. Uh, but, but also in confessionals, they're clearly coaching people to be talking about that. Yeah. It's like, make sure you say the word second chance, 
You know, if, hey, are you going to talk about how you played last time? Oh, good. Do you think you might be able to use the term <laughs> second chance? Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it is. It doesn't bother me because otherwise it does seem like just a favorites season. Right. And it's so one thing that I've always been fascinated about with Survivor is that anytime they have a theme season, it could be brains, bronze, beauty. It could be white collar, blue collar, no collar. It could be second chances. Anytime they have a theme season, I'm always fascinated by how much the players will buy into the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, blue collar, white collar, no collar. The blue collars, they they invoked that a lot. Right. To kind of get themselves going. Right. Like, come on, blue collars, let's show them how it's done. You know, and with brains, bronze, and, and beauty, you know. Uh, they embrace that, even within the race season. Yeah, absolutely. The Hispanics, you know, bonded over sort of the same kind of blue collar mentality. Yeah. And it was just, and you wonder, would anybody be, would anybody be thinking along these lines if the show had not already put that in their brain? And in that same way, like I've watched all star seasons before, Mm -hmm. even when people, and even when people come back after having not done very well, they're not talking, they don't talk as much about what screwed it up for them before. Sure. So I think by simply saying second chance, by calling it that, it it causes people to feel like, all right, okay, this is my second chance. I might not get a third. I need to really learn from the last time. And also, so, we're only three episodes in. However, yeah. they've been playing this game since starting to compa- campaign. Sure, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, by framing it a certain way. I feel like the I feel like the producers almost change the way people approach play. their own game and how they and how they uh, play. But at the same time, when you have somebody like Varner, who made a mistake and was screwed by a very specific, in a very specific set of circumstances. Same with Savage. Uh, that kind of stuff haunts you, and 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 so it's hard to not. And then same with like Kelly Wentworth, who's like, "Well, I'm not playing with my dad this time. Yeah, last time I was, I have a second chance, and I'm going to do it right." It's just so interesting uh, how much people are focusing on that. And I guess my question is, would they be focusing on it? as much just meant just even internally if it, it was not framed as this no um yeah i don't think so either no uh i think spencer would just be you know going out there full force i think but so he's slowing down and thinking what did i do last time how right. can i fix it yeah because if, if it were a, si- a different situation if they had not framed it this way if it was just all stars two and that was it um but you're Sp- st- Spencer could have just said, like, I made it to fourth doing what I did last time. Right. Let's go out there and do it again. Let's do it again. It's interesting to see key players focusing on that, whereas a pregame interview with Kelly Wigglesworth had her saying, you know, just kind of flew by the seat of my pants the first time, planning on doing it again the second time. Yeah. And she hasn't been challenged to not have to do that so far. Well, and that's the thing. So there are a handful of finalists you've got Wu, you got steven okay you got wigglesworth uh-huh uh and there are probably some others that Fish. i can't think of did i say steven already oh you said steven okay, yeah. sorry um yep. and it is interesting because i i and maybe this I mean, is 
this is this came about from the casting standpoint is they wanted to pick people who could clearly point to a specific decision they made or a very specific moment when everything went wrong. Keith was number four. Keith was number four, but like, but what changes is he making? You know, I don't. Or think being he, challenged to make right. We, yeah, and he's always he's been on the winning tribe so far, yep. so he hasn't had to worry about that. But like, no confessionals from Keith so far. <laughs> I know, and. You know what? It's like, I didn't vote for him because I didn't think he was going to be a good strategist. But now that he's there, I still acknowledge that he's He's funny. So just have him him say stuff. Can't he just spit once for us? I just want to get, yeah, it just cuts away and he just spits and that's it. Come back. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Um, I just want to, I just want an extended scene with him and Wu just talking about whatever and just watching them. These two guys that are purely just good TV, not great strategists, just trying to relate to each other on some level. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, so you get somebody like Wu and obviously his first thought is, okay, I made a dumb move that cost me a million dollars. He's doing great work this time. You think so? At Tribal and he, who did he say it to? Like, no one came to me with that either. Yes, that's true. And he Jeff is, Probst is like, now Wu seems irritated. You know, he's speaking up just a, just he enough. Has, he definitely has more of a backbone, and I think that comes from his previous situation. And I think that's the thing is you any any. I don't know. It's I, I'm getting really like almost meta about it. And I'm sorry about that, but like anytime. The, like you get somebody like Kelly Wigglesworth mm-hmm. or Kimmy, who we haven't seen much yeah, of, but nothing. You get somebody like that, and they're kind—they're not necessarily students of the game. They don't seem to care that much. This was a defining moment in their lives, and so they're not going to let themselves be defined by this second chance thing. They're not going to overanalyze how they played and what they possibly did wrong the first time. They're and not Spencer and Jeremy. They're not Spencer and Jeremy, and so yeah, I, I feel like. I would like to not right now, but maybe uh, maybe between this and the next episode, I might want to go down the list and just see who is taking kind of a kind of a devil may care attitude about it and just say like, hey, it's work not for me even last time. I'll do it this time. They might not be. They just haven't been challenged to do otherwise because sure. they haven't been on the losing tribe yet. But it is interesting to see who's flying under the radar you know, Jeremy's never been on the losing tribe, but he's right. gotten a lot of screen time. Same with Savage. Yeah. Yeah. And then Steven as well. But we haven't heard anything from Wigglesworth, Kimmy, Monica, really. She, I mean, she had, I think, a confessional this time, she but had nothing. One confessional, nothing last time. Keith, not a lot from Cass. Sierra, yeah. not a lot from either. Um, no confessionals from, or very few from Wu. Yeah, you're not really getting much from Joe either, you know. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not I literally passed over his name. <laughs> yeah, and it's not because these are these are not big personalities, no. but I think it's just because there there is no drama with them. There's right no now. need to stir anything up or say yeah. anything. I think this is so far it's been an interesting pre-merge. I think post-merge is when this is going to be absolutely provided Abby is gone, it's going yeah. to be absolutely marvelous to witness this because then that's when somebody like Joe is on the hot seat and now he has to figure out if he can play because he definitely has to know that you can't play the same way you played last time because you're a clear threat and people are, the minute we merge, you're out. Yeah. And so he has to try and figure out, okay, what can I do pre-merge that's going to keep that from happening? 
but so far we're not seeing any of that because we don't have to yeah and because he hasn't had to so it's uh i don't know this was a very interesting episode just in general what are you thinking of this season great wonderful i'm giddy with excitement for every episode to come out i really am as well and maybe it's because we're doing this podcast but i genuinely feel like this is just too much fun even with abby that's great even yeah even with abby now i say that if the final five winds up being like i say that because we're three episodes in yeah she better go soon yes yeah i I really want her to but um so to bookend this episode with abby yeah ugh abby Blech. that's that's i i say it a lot i think it a lot and i tweet it a lot i think it's hilarious that twitter forewarns you yeah did it let you tweet it again i think i just opted not to because sure. i was like i gotta find something else to tweet i can't just say those two words again i think you can it really is just the best way to sum her up um and uh I and it you was should just tweet ugh, and now everyone will know yeah, because I'll try to make sure that that is that I will I will reserve that uh, that word or whatever you want to call it just for Abby Absolutely. so that people know. Um, just cause ugh, I, hashtag I, second chances. I do not feel that way with any other player. Like, no. and even Abby gives me new respect and new affection for Cass. I didn't like Cass, but now I have no problem with Cass so yeah. far. But oh, with so Abby far, gone yeah, and Cass on a losing tribe, I don't know how great that would be either. But at least it would be strategic. At least it would be that. And that is that is why I watch the show. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. And so, um, yeah. So, in conclusion, uh, get Abby out of there however you can. Break her leg with a rock. Whatever you got to do. Get, <laughs> make sure she's medevaced if you can't vote her out. Whatever you got to do is fine. Let's never let's make sure she never gets on again. Throw a challenge. Throw Oh, that'd be great. Um so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to next episode. The 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 next time on didn't give you a lot to work with, except no. that things are going to get worse for Angkor, which I think we probably already would have yeah. guessed. And it looks like there's going to be a challenge where people are getting hurt a lot. Oh, that looked great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know what? I think I think I've seen that challenge before. I think that was on the first All Stars. Um, Every challenge you will have seen before. They are only repeating challenges. I know, but what I mean to say is like. I'm I'm kind of bummed that because uh, I want it to be challenges that these people have not not done. No, no, I want it to be uh, challenges that only these people have done. No, that's not the right way to say it. Likely, if it was on All Stars, it was already on another season as well. I guess that's true. They are playing up. Hey, it's redemption for somebody. Second chance to do this one. That's the whole point. Ugh. Yeah, they're not going to pick a challenge from you know season 10 or whatever whatever season that's is out there that these guys haven't been on they're not going to do that and i guess you know even if they did then still it it fits into that thing you and i were talking about the first time around which is it's a celebration of survivor in general sure uh with these players certainly but also just in general but so. they're playing up second chances so every challenge is right. going to be a second chance for someone they pointed out that wigglesworth had done the earlier one right they pointed out that all four of these other guys had yeah so. And that the Brains tribe had, you know, uh, I, I do, certainly Jeff is not going to let anybody forget when they have failed exactly. miserably because that plays into the no. overall, I guess the word is narrative. The narrative of the season is, you know, and, and especially chances. if somebody like, like Terry or Savage or Wu or, or even Spencer, but like people that are like really playing up 
I got to do things right this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, you can tell the, the, the show wants them to win. Yeah. So that when they win, it's like, I got it right this time. Yeah. I got, I took advantage of my second chance. And they're not going to wait until final tribal for that moment to happen. They're going to use that opportunity at every single challenge, which does bring up, uh, and this I, is a weird note to go out on. Um, so I was in Denver last week and I was hanging out with some friends and I, uh, got to talk to, uh, so I was hanging out with my friend Nate and I got to talk with his parents for an extended period of time. And it turns out they have seen every episode of survivor and they love it. Okay. So imagine my excitement when I got to talk about it for a, a, a while with them. And, um, are they listeners? No, I don't think they know. Uh. What podcasts are? Well, it might be that too. But um, as we were talking about it, my friend said, do they ever, do the producers ever write out what happens? You know, is it, is it purely like documentary, I guess you could say. And I said, not specifically, but they do cast people that will give them a certain type, a certain type of outcome as far as good TV. And if it's clear, you know, if there's a random twi- tribe swap and one tribe is weak and the other one is very strong, which has happened before. Yeah. And then I think they'll probably change up the challenge so that maybe it doesn't just favor physical strength. So they will do that. And I do find myself wondering, maybe they'll like, will they time if they do another tribe swap, are they going to maybe time it out? So like just when they see like, you know what? It looks like old uh, Varner's on the chopping block, or yes. or Spencer, or someone that yes. they, they clearly like. Will they change it up to make sure that the people that are that's what I'm saying. You know, if Angor loses again and Varner, you know, manages to stick around, yeah. if he is not voted out, I could see another swap coming so that he is not the next one. Yeah, so they'll take those two and and they'll take those four and split it up two and two with the uh, with the other tribes, and then it's back to two tribes. I don't know. Or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird thing to think about. I don't like to think about it very much because I don't like to be cynical about it. But at the same time, if I were a I producer... I think that's cynical. That's TV making. Yeah. That's not writing it out. That's not scripting what's going to happen. That's not handing each person the new buff. Everyone still picks randomly. Right. That's true. Yeah. It just makes it not boring. Then that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, you know what I thought? Uh, you and I have talked uh, before about uh, seasons we'd like to see or certain gimmicks we'd like to see. Sure. They've never done a no tribes thing. They've never done a thing where it's like Ooh. we show up merged. There is no, there are no tribes. That's it's, because it's, that would be boring. I think it'd be amazing. No, because then you have so many people at the beginning. So many people are safe by virtue of just getting rid of other randoms. I guess so. I don't know. If I've, you did that with some all-star people. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. I don't even know because then they would get into their alliances and they they would stick with it then. These constant switches are what make everyone have to reevaluate their game. Maybe you do maybe you, you do merge split into two tribes after like 3 3 or 4 episodes. Stick it that way for a while, then go back to the merge. I think three, three tribes. Or three tribes, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. But starting with everybody and yeah. building one camp. Yeah, I feel like that might be fun. 
I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like things that would change things up and, and having, because when you, when you split up into tribes, there's an immediate alliance there. Now within right. that, there are sub alliances, but imagine if that immediate split didn't happen and whatever alliances you make are just. And if you did that with 20 strangers, not 20 all stars, then yeah. it really would be a one whole episode of everybody getting to know everybody. Yeah. A lot of going into the woods and. Yeah. Sure. That I might like be, that'd fun. be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, CBS producers, uh, you know, something to think about. You've you've already done so many other uh, options. So, I feel like that and then an all-losers tribe where it's just all ver- first boots yes. and then an all-winners. Yes. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. So, uh, I think we're going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, our longest uh, episode recap because there's a lot to talk about. And when you hate Abby as much as we do, you've got a lot of ground to cover. You can talk forever. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, we will see you guys. So, I believe... With the exception of Thanksgiving week, which it remains to be seen what that situation's going to oh, look no, like. Oh, no, that'll be extra footage. You think so? I feel like the last couple of years, Wednesday, they've still they've had a, stuck an actual with it. episode. Well, whatever. If they do, then we'll be, we'll record. We're not going to be here. We're not going to bring our stuff. I'm not, yeah, I'm not bringing a soundboard to Missouri. And they don't have soundboards down there. Edit. <laughs> what? <laughs> we can I, keep all this discussion in. Yeah, you they know, don't it, care. it lets people behind the scenes. Anyway, so what what I was going to say is that like with the possible exception of that week, uh, we're going to be on, on schedule basically until the season is over. Yep. So next time, the moment uh, Survivor is over, if you're on the West Coast, uh, head on over about an hour later. <laughs> There's a lot of quality. <laughs> we will here. record Wednesday nights from here on out as yes. long as the episodes continue to be new or we are not out of town for Thanksgiving. Indeed. I guess I should just say, look for the new episode Thursday morning. Sure. Or Even late the, Wednesday night or late if you're Wednesday in night. night Owl. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, if I, I love one of the reasons that I like staying up nights is that, uh, whenever a podcast would, would drop, everyone else would get it like 10 hours later. I'm like, ah, this is great for me. Right. Um, so yeah, thank you everybody for listening. As for the rest of you, I got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs)